If you're following your heart's calling, your heart's mission on this entrepreneurial journey, no doubt you've realized the fears, the worries, the doubts, the concerns that come up almost on a daily. Well, if you've learned from me or many other spiritual teachers, you'll know that a lot of this is coming up because it's ready to come out. If you're willing to do that work, the answer is silent meditation. It has been for me at least and many, many of my clients. Silent meditation has truly allowed those patterns to emerge, to flow through and to really start to transcend so that you can have more clarity, more creativity, more flow on your entrepreneurial journey. So what I thought I'd do is I've put together this episode basically walking you through my uh, journey of meditation and to truly just start explaining for me how I started meditating two hours a day and what the benefits have been. But I thought I'd also list uh, the second piece is the key questions that have come up consistently as I work through my clients and as, um, and as people send in questions and comments. Three is really to understand what are the roadblocks, what are the key mistakes that people are running into in their silent meditations, and four, the key tips that I have to, to not only counterbalance these mistakes, but to also get the most out of your meditation, not only so that you benefit emotionally, but so your business starts to grow as a byproduct. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income, but every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Yes, I'm going to riff everything I know and what I've experienced on the meditation journey. And if you're here, I want to thank you. If you've supported a lot of my content, you've subscribed here, I really want to appreciate and thank you for being here. And no doubt, if you take your meditation journey from zero to one, or whether you've done it for a while and you're taking it from five to seven, whatever it is, I know that the benefits are going to flow through. And here's why. So many people are placing their answers, are placing their, uh, their solutions on outside of them. In this Western world, especially in the common entrepreneurial world, it's very it's very common for our ego to place expectations, assumptions, and answers as to outside of us. What I find is that our soul, uh, the universe, is guiding us to some deeper lessons that who and what you are is so much more than what you can achieve. And we, we're urged to go within. And that's probably why many, many people are finding that no matter how many strategies, no matter how hard they work, no matter how long they work, no matter what the hell happens in terms of their effort, they're getting the same results, if not less. Because the universe, your higher self, is urging you to go within. This is what I started doing with my meditation journey. I realized about two years ago that I started, I was building my business from fear. I had this low level anxiety and stress that said, I need to succeed. I need to make money to feel safe. I need people to observe me in a certain way for me to feel worthy and enough. And I sat in this chair in my office for six hours and just let all of that be there. It was the first experience I had had when it comes to extended meditation in silence. 
and I deepened my level of surrender, deepened my level of allowing, and just felt everything fully. With tears rolling down my face, what I came to the realization was, if you build a community and fall in love with the art of serving, everything else takes care of itself in terms of the clients, the collaborations, the opportunities, right? All those different things. And that's exactly what happened. I, I left my job at the time, jumped into full-time coaching, been doing it ever since. And it's just been a, a guided experience because I went within and started healing the inner patterns within me that were attached to success, to money, to clients, to my my external reputation, my image. And what flowed through was some deeper results, some deeper answers, some deeper levels of truth and guidance. And now I truly feel like I'm following my calling every single day, falling in love with serving and doing what I can to heighten consciousness in a way that is aligned with my soul. And I want the same for you. And so I thought... What we'd go through is some key, key questions that I've been asked around meditation and to highlight not only some roadblocks and some, some, you know, some key mistakes that people make in their silent meditation, but I'm going to give you some key tips. Before we do that, I'll put below a link to a video that I shot after one year of meditation and I walked through exactly what it meant for me and for my business. So feel free to check that out after this video. No doubt you're going to get a lot of insights. So key question number one is how long should I meditate? This is a common question because so many people are like, oh my God, do I do five minutes in the morning? Do I do 30 minutes at night? Do I do anything? All these different things. There's no right or wrong here. There is no right or wrong, especially when it comes to silent meditation. One thing I would ask you is what feels expansive? Another way of saying that is what feels exciting but scary to your ego? I sat in silence for six hours, not because I thought that was a time frame that I needed to or anything like that. My intention was to heal the version of me, heal the side of me, heal the wound and the pattern within me that said who I am is what I do. What I realized is the longer I sat there, the more uncomfortable that side of me was. And therefore, the more I felt it, the more I felt it fully, the more I embraced it, the more I sent this side of me love, the more it started to heal. So the longer I sat there, the, lo- the more this side of me freaked out, the more this side of me came to the surface, but the more it could be healed. And so if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, especially a heart-centered business owner who's willing to do this inner work and you're willing to start to heal your patterns in a different way, I would urge you to sit for as long as it feels expansive Sit for as long as it feels, uh, as long as you're sitting with the side of you that freaks out a little bit. And the reason being is because the longer you sit there, for whether it's 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour, three hours, the more you have this urge that says, I need to go do this thing, or I need to go be more productive, I need to go make more money, I'm letting these people down, I'm, I'm not create, doing income generating activities. And the more you allow it to be there without any action, the more that side of you will be healed as long as you feel it without resistance and without judgment. So a commitment to yourself right now. Put down for the next five days as an experiment. Put in your calendar five times a day, uh, not five times a day, five, uh, five scheduled actions. So once a day for five days and sit with it and say, how long will I need to sit with 
my feelings, with my emotions, for, for it to be uncomfortable to my ego. Hold a loving safe space for what comes up, but schedule it, whether it be 30 minutes in the morning, an hour at night, whatever it is, whatever feels expansive and scary to you and scary to your ego, put that in, put that in the calendar and commit that to yourself. Key question number two, how do I know if I'm doing it right? The simple answer is there is no right or wrong. When you sit in silence, when you sit in stillness and you access a deeper level of surrender and allowing, you can trust no matter what comes up in the form of thoughts, beliefs, emotions, doubts, worries, concerns. It is all happening in perfect timing, in perfect harmony. If you sit there and you feel and you have judgments of what's coming up and you have uh, you have this urgency that says, oh, I need to stop and do this thing, allow it to be there. Everything is coming up in your perfect, in perfect harmony, in perfect timing, in, and trust your divine self that it's showing you what needs to be seen as the, way, as the way it's meant to, in terms of learning the lessons you're meant to learn, healing what's ready to be healed, and definitely the, the creativity and flow that emerges because of that. So deepen your level of trust in knowing that there is no doing it wrong, but when you sit down in silence, you're basically getting out of the way and allowing life to do life. Question number three is, how do I find the time? I'm sure you know the answer anyway, but it's a common question. And that is to just simply make the time. We make time for everything in our life, everything that's important to us. Anything that's important to you, you will make time. So the, 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 the real question is, how can you make this a priority? If you start to realize that everything you shift in your internal world will shift your external world, you place a higher priority on this and not this right? Placing priority on external stuff is becoming less and less of a solution to your soul. It's becoming more and more of a solution to go within and to start to meditate so you can do the inner healing so that you can become the version of you who, who's, who's able to vibrate at a frequency where everything outside you starts to shift. Once you start to realize that, you start to place yourself first knowing that that is truly serving the world. So the, the question is, how are you going to place this as a priority and how are you going to be resourceful enough resourceful enough to dedicate the time throughout the day? Well, no matter what's a good fit for you, you can place it in the, in the calendar. But as long as you commit and as long as you're consistent, trust me, you'll be able to find the time. Question number four is what type will benefit me most? What type of meditation will benefit me most? Obviously, here we're talking about silent meditation and that's the one that I, I can only talk upon because that's what I do. I do other guided meditations. I can do walking meditations. I can do drums. I can do dancing. There are many, many different transcendental meditations. One thing that I know is if you ask yourself what feels most in your expansion, you'll come up with some answers. If you were to sit in stillness, you can, you can see if it feels in your expansion. Some people have such a tough time engaging in their emotions that sometimes it may be helping to do a guided meditation or do drumming or do um, transcendental meditation right all of them are perfect all of them uh, have their place i have just used guided meditation I've, I've just used silent meditation as a way for my personal healing and my ever-expanding um, soul's journey 
So that's what I would recommend. But you can you can feel in yourself. Maybe experiment with a few things. Experiment with some silent meditation. Experiment with some transcendental. Experiment with some guided meditation. Right, walking meditation. If if you if you love exercise, you love movement. See what works for you. See what feels most expansive. But also feel intuitively what's doing the most amount of healing for you. You'll be able to feel that. You'll be able to feel what's doing the most amount of healing internally because it won't be comfortable to your ego, but it'll definitely feel like you're expanding and you're expanding beyond your your current patterns. So see what works for you and uh, and no doubt any, any of the modalities will help. Now on to some of the mistakes I see. Some of the mistakes, clearly number one, is not making it a priority. If it's not a priority in your life and so many people have five minutes here or they'll do 15 minutes on the weekend or they might do um, three days straight of doing really deep stuff and then not follow up the next five days and it's very inconsistent. If you were to, if you were to especially rely on silent meditation, the consistency is the key. Consistently working at it, consistently sitting down, whether it be for however long, but committing that time to yourself once again, knowing that when you sit down and when you heal and when you, when you do the inner work, everything outside of you shifts anyway. So think about the thing that matters most to you, whether it be your calling, whether it be your family, whether it be your health, whether it be a particular activity or a particular goal, whatever it is. Whatever matters most to you, realize that doing your internal meditation, doing, your, doing this inner work, sitting in stillness, doing the healing, is doing what's most, doing what's best for what matters most. This is truly allowing you to go after your goals and do so in a way where you get to experience what you want to experience and have the kind of life that you want. So my tip would be have a schedule. Put it on the calendar, put it on the schedule and do not miss it. No matter what happens, have that commitment to yourself, knowing that when you look after in here, when you look after yourself and when you start to place you as a priority and your soul as a priority, everything outside you starts to shift. So put it on the schedule, put it at a certain time and date and don't miss it knowing that it is yourself. This is who and what you are and you're looking after your soul on this journey. Mistake number two that I see is having expectations. When people sit in silence for whatever reason, they have an expectation or assumption as to, I sit down because I want to I want to remove this thing. I sit down here because I want to feel more peace. I want to have an insight about my business and I want to have clarity on what to do next within my business. That's all great. That can help. One thing that I realize is that when you have an expectation, it can often cause a lot of resistance. Meaning that if you have an expectation, but what the universe and your higher self is showing you is something different, you're going to be resistant, you're going to be judging, you're going to be thinking this isn't working. And you're just in resistance the whole time with yourself. This is often common because if you want to have a business insight or you want to have a different a level of peace or a level of joy or a level of happiness, you generally need to heal something that is uncomfortable. Wouldn't you need to overcome the fear of judgment or the fear of losing money in order to gain the next business insight? Doesn't that make sense? Right? If you go out and say, hey... If in your insight or in your meditation, what flows through is, hey, you need to get out and offer this to 10 people or do this Facebook Live or whatever, but this fear comes up, are you going to follow through? No. You have to heal the fear first. 
in order to get the insights and say, hey, this is your next expansion, right? So my key tip here, instead of having an expectation, have an intention. My key tip is have an intention because when you have an intention, it opens it up. It places your focus in a way that is still expansive, but it, it doesn't place it in a way where you're judging what comes up. So one intention you can have is to connect deeper with yourself. This is what I generally have. I meditate because I'm wanting to connect, connect deeper with myself. So it doesn't matter what comes up. I know I'm connecting more with myself, right? You can have an intention to hold space for what needs to be seen. Therefore, no matter what comes up, the fears, doubts, worries, concerns, beliefs, thoughts, you can just hold a space for it and hold space for whatever comes up, right? Or you can have, you can have the intention to just be love, whatever it is. If you have an intention rather than an expectation, what you'll find is you, have, you open the door for whatever's meant to happen is meant to happen, but simultaneously having the intention and having the focus towards your expansion. So choose an intention that you think is in most benefit for you when you sit down in, in silence, see how you go and, uh, and continue, continue with that expansion. Because I know once you start to work through the layers of your, of your um, intention, other things will become, other things will reveal itself. And as they reveal itself, you'll be able to shift your intention slightly, slightly, slightly more towards your expansion. Mistake number three is using meditation to bypass. I often catch myself as well. Using meditation, using spiritual and personal development skills in order to avoid myself, in order to avoid an emotion, right? To bypass what needs to be seen and felt and heard and understood and loved. And that's what you can ask yourself as well. The key mistake, so many people, they're trying to feel fully. They're trying to go in here and try to uh, do a meditation so they don't feel angry, so they don't feel upset, so they don't feel anxiety, which is the opposite of what we want to do in stillness and in silent meditation is welcome it and feel it fully, right? So here's my key tip. Ask yourself some key questions. Ask yourself some key questions around, am I bypassing here? What, what sides of me am I avoiding? What do I not want to have happen? What sides of me am I ashamed of? Understanding what is that shadow that I don't want to see. And the more you can be aware of that, you won't be going into your meditation in order to avoid it or resist it or, or, or get rid of it. What you'll be doing is having the intention or having the focus, having the energy towards holding that so that you're not avoiding it, but you're feeling it fully, right? Ask yourself that question before you meditate. Am I avoiding something here? And if so, how do I feel it fully without resistance, without judgment, so that I don't bypass a side of me and, um, and basically have the incorrect intention when it comes to my meditation? Mistake number four is not holding space for everything. Some people will sit in stillness and silence and they'll, they'll be okay with feeling... Uh, you know, some sadness or some anxiety or some fear. But then a doubt will come up that says, oh, this is stupid. And they won't hold space for that. And they'll say, oh, yeah, I need to do this thing. I need, a, I need to send these emails. I need to do this. Oh, this isn't helping. This isn't working. This is where people can go into their meditation and have the whole thing be self-sabotage. Because they sit there 
and they will hold space for some things and not others. But here's my key, here's my tip. Ask yourself the question and the, and the mantra of what do I need to hold space for now? That's my key tip. Through the whole meditation, consistently ask yourself, what do I need to hold space for now? What, what's coming up that's ready to be seen? And ask yourself time and time and time again because what will come up are doubts. What will come up are fears. What will come up are thoughts that say why you shouldn't be doing this. Hold a loving safe space for that as well. Hold a space for the judgments to say, how long do I need to be here? How long is this going to last? Why am, I, why am I not there yet? Why is this still coming up for me? Hold a loving safe space for that. I can guarantee you there is nothing coming up that you're not big enough to hold space for. And the reason why I know that is because that's why it's coming up. It's coming up because it knows at some level that you're ready to see, hear, feel, and heal these patterns and these wounds. So everything that comes up, everything that comes up in the form of thoughts, beliefs, emotions, no matter what, you have the, you have the ability to hold space for. So if you have the ability to hold space for anything and you consistently ask yourself that question of what, am I, what do I need to hold space for now, what's ready to be seen now and consistently ask yourself that question, you will unravel the layers of the onion deeper, deeper, deeper and you'll just feel this level of, of peace, of love, of joy start to flow through. So I hope these questions, these tips have helped at least gain some level of awareness. Once again, I said if, if it has helped you even just a tiny piece deepen your level of meditation. I know the compound effect of that and you can feel the compound effect as well. So please, 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 if you feel it's in your calling and you feel it's a pull, definitely apply this in your meditation. Keep it as a schedule, keep it consistent and what you'll see is you'll, you as your soul will start unraveling and your business, your clients, your income, your health, your relationships will all start to benefit as a byproduct of that. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys in the serving circle. Can't wait to, uh, can't wait to serve you on the next calls. I'll see you soon. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.